Hello, love, and welcome to Become Your Own Savior, the podcast for spiritually minded women who want to learn how to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns that keep repeating in their lives so they can become truly free and reclaim their power to create a life they truly love. I'm your host, master hypnotherapist and quantum healer, Genevieve Joy. Have you ever had an experience where you've been working towards something you want, but it feels like you're always taking one step forward and two steps back, and you just can't make any real progress that lasts? It's like there's an upper limit that you're having trouble getting past. Or maybe you're finding that when things start going just right in one area of your life, then the shit hits the fan in another. Well, not only do these kinds of circumstances keep you separated from your deepest desires and from really living as your most authentic self, they cause you to wonder if you're ever going to be able to get what you want. And knowing what you want, but not being able to get it is one of the most difficult places to be in in life. You have a strong desire and you're being diligent and actively taking steps to make it your reality, but it just seems like no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, it's just not happening. And you can't shut off that desire. You can't stop wanting what you want, but you can't seem to make it happen either. And that just causes soul level frustration. And it's happening because of something called a pleasure threshold. And in this episode, I'm going to show you what a pleasure threshold is, how it comes to live inside you, and how you can get rid of it so that you can break through that upper limit, receive your heart's desires, and most importantly, hold on to them over the long term. Let's dive in. Your pleasure threshold is the upper limit of a zone of pleasure that your unconscious mind believes is safe for you to experience. It's a pleasure safety zone. And when you exceed its upper limit, meaning you start feeling pleasure in ways that you never have before, that's when the shit's going to hit the fan. It might happen inside one area of your life in a situation where, for example, maybe things start going just the way that you'd hoped in in your relationships, and you start looking to the future and seeing how things are finally turning out differently for you. You're finally about to have the kind of relationship that you've always wanted, and that's going to help you feel a way that you've never felt before. And then all of a sudden, things seem to fall apart in your relationship. Or maybe things start going great in your relationships, and then out of nowhere, there's some catastrophe in another area of your life to unconsciously balance that pleasure out because you don't know what's going to happen for you if everything starts going just the way you want it all at the same time. So you unconsciously create the situation where you won't have to find out. (laughs) So a pleasure thresholds can happen inside one context of your life or they can happen in the context of your life as a whole between two different contexts. And the way that you can recognize that you're dealing with a pleasure threshold problem is when you're doing something new that you've wanted to do for a long time, and then all of a sudden you start experiencing inappropriate levels of guilt or sadness. And this, this is important, you've already done the work of healing the inappropriate levels of guilt and sadness from your past. So you know that your past guilt and sadness are not being triggered. This is new, inappropriate guilt or sadness about perceived threats from your future. Pleasure thresholds happen when you're about to do something that you've never done before so that you can become someone you've never been before and have things or feelings that you've never had before. And that makes you feel unconsciously unsafe. So you create powerfully negative emotions inside yourself that are not an appropriate response to your current situation in order to bring you away from that emotional danger zone. 
Now, there's a reason why pleasure thresholds are not typically associated with fear or anger, even though those are very powerful negative emotions. The job of those emotions is to motivate you to take action and move forward. Sadness and guilt are designed to make you stop moving forward, and if not stay right where you are, then move backwards. And if emotional safety is the goal, then your unconscious mind is going to want you to back away from the thing that could cause you to experience new kinds of pleasure that you haven't adapted to living with yet. Now, I know it might sound nuts to think that something so beneficial for you as feeling good, which is something we all want, and that it's all important, right? It's important to everybody, that that might somehow be dangerous. But since it is unknown territory for you, there is a level of emotional danger associated with it. Now, think about what that means. What if you've been living in a tough situation for a while? I bet your pleasure threshold, the level of good feelings that you are unconsciously comfortable experiencing is going to be pretty damn low. And I'd also be willing to bet that emotional safety is going to be really important to you. So what happens then if you're unconsciously prioritizing emotional safety and you go past your pleasure threshold? Or maybe if you really want to be emotionally safe, you won't go past your pleasure threshold. You'll have that pleasure threshold experience just by having a situation where it's theoretically possible that you might maybe come close to hitting your pleasure threshold, right? Your unconscious mind says safety first, babe, and it serves up an emotion that's going to move you away from that perceived theoretical danger. And you're going to feel as bad as you need to in order to feel as safe as you want. Here's a real life example of what it looks like to hit a pleasure threshold. One of my quantum healing intensive clients who decided to join Warrior Woman University was at a big moment in her life. She'd been struggling with some really intense chronic health problems for a very long time. And there was also a professional certification that she wanted, but the process to get it was very long and very rigorous. And everyone around her from her friends and her family to the certification team members themselves telling her, you should not attempt to do this right now. You don't have the physical stamina for this and you should wait until you're in a more physically comfortable place. But she felt strongly that getting the certification was right for her. And so she just went ahead and did it. And not only did she end up doing extremely well, she ended up getting the highest scores on the exams and the interview, like in the history of the whole certificate, like she didn't just beat everybody that was in her class, but like all the people who've ever done it. Like she just blew this thing out of the water. And she felt a level of pride and satisfaction in her work that she'd never felt before. And her classmates and her testing proctors and her friends and family, they all started saying the same thing to her. They said, what you've done is unprecedented. Nobody's been able to do what you just did. And you did it with so many physical challenges that other people didn't have. We're in awe of what you've just done. You shouldn't have been able to do this. Side note. As a spiritually awakened woman who was aware of pleasure thresholds from the outside looking in on this situation, this is the moment when those pleasure threshold alarm bells should be going off in your head. She's doing things she's never done before. People are repeating that to her. They're telling you, this is a new thing. You shouldn't have been able to do this, right? She's feeling good in ways she's never felt before. So this problematic pattern is coming at her from multiple ways. She's having thoughts about it. She's feeling it. Other people are telling her, right? It doesn't get more intense than that. The 
only way it gets more intense is if now we create a situation outside of ourselves to bring our full attention to it. Well, guess what's about to go down? Okay. This is the moment when a pleasure threshold backlash could be about to happen. So for us, if, you know, if this is happening in your real life, you need to deal with it right then before it becomes a big problem. Now, of course, it's a whole lot easier to recognize something like this when it's not happening to you. And, you know, of course, like most of us, she did not see it coming. So what happened for her is that within like, it was so close, like 24, 48 hours after receiving all this professional praise and feeling so much pride in her accomplishment, she went on a hike with her husband, parked her car at the trailhead. And inside that car was a collection of journals that she'd been keeping for years. And those journals were incredibly meaningful to her because they contained the story of how she became who she is. And when she got back from her hike, she found that her car had been broken into. And one of the things that the thieves stole was the bag that contained her journals. And obviously she felt incredibly violated, but here's the key. She also felt incredibly guilty for bringing those journals with her in the first place. She felt like she should have known better. And these feelings of guilt and personal violation completely wiped out all those prideful feelings that she had before. Can you see this emotional polarity in action here? Before the break-in, she felt really proud of her actions. And after the break-in, she felt really guilty about her actions. That guilt is inappropriate to the situation. It is the exact opposite of the powerfully positive emotion that she'd been feeling before. Now, she's not doomed at all, right? There is a way that she can use this situation to put herself in an even better position than she'd have been in had it never happened. Okay. The painful emotions that she experienced are highlighting unconscious programming within her that has been acting outside of her conscious awareness for a long time. So this, this problematic polarity was already there and it needed to be healed. This event just helped her become aware of it. And because she's in Warrior Woman University, she's got the tools and the skills that she needs to do that. It's fine. So when you encounter a pleasure threshold, and you reach or exceed the upper limit of pleasure that you're unconsciously comfortable with experiencing, then the question becomes, okay, how low are you going to need to go in order for your unconscious mind to know that you're emotionally safe? Well, if you've acclimated yourself to living with a consistently low level of pleasure in one area of your life, then you might have to feel incredibly fucking low in order to feel emotionally safe. In fact, You might go so low that you push the bottom level of your emotional safe zone to new depths. It's an interesting paradox, right? Because by trying to avoid experiencing a new kind of pleasure, you might try and force yourself to experience a new kind of sadness or guilt. Either way, you're doing something new. So I say, well, why don't we just do the fun kind of new instead of the yucky kind of new, right? That's just me though. So can you see how prioritizing emotional safety is not beneficial for you? Now, that doesn't mean we just go out here all willy-nilly and do all sorts of emotionally dangerous things. That's not the answer. You've got to recognize that there's a reason why you're unconsciously prioritizing emotional safety. You want that because you feel like you don't have enough of it now in the ways that you really need it. And it is necessary for you to feel emotionally safe because without it, you won't have the space in your life that you need to feel free. 
And without freedom, you will not be able to feel truly happy or fulfilled. So there is a direct connection between safety, freedom, and pleasure. You need them all. And problems can happen when we're unconsciously prioritizing one of these things over another because we feel like we don't have enough in the ways that we really need them. So the real answer is to get to a place where you feel neutral about emotional safety, freedom, and pleasure. You'll know you're there when you reach a point when you're no longer prioritizing any of those things because you don't feel like you need them anymore because you already have them in the ways that really work for you. Hey love, if you're ready to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns in your life so you can finally become free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love, then head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com. It doesn't matter if your problematic pattern is in the area of love and relationships, health and wellness, or money and career, and it doesn't matter how you acquired this problem or how long it's been going on. Since all problems have an unconscious source, that means they're all fixable with a combination of a powerful unconscious healing tool and a step-by-step plan to permanently move you from where you are now to where you want to be. So whether there's one big problematic pattern that's been causing you to suffer for a long time, or if you're chronically feeling unsatisfied with your everyday reality and you know you're not being who you're meant to be, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com now and get everything that you need to become truly free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love. Okay, back to the show. So how do we do that? How can we become someone who doesn't have this problem of taking two steps forward followed by three steps back? Well, let's go back to the big picture. Remember, pleasure thresholds happen when you're about to do something you've never done before so you can become someone you've never been before and have things or feelings that you never had before, right? So a painful problem is about the past. There's something that originated in your past that's causing you to experience pain and you want to get rid of it. Pleasure thresholds are the opposite. They're about the future. What's going to happen for you once you become someone for whom that kind of pain cannot happen? So what we have here is a polarity. And all problematic patterns exist inside this kind of polarity that has a negatively charged side and a positively charged side. On the negative side, there's something that's attached to you that you don't want anymore. And on the opposite side of the problem is the positively charged thing that you want very much, but you're energetically pushing it away. And anytime you find yourself stuck inside this polarity, you will be operating from a place of lack because you'll know that something is missing from your life and it's keeping you from feeling whole, fulfilled, and at peace. So when a problematic pattern is operating in your life, it's like you're stuck in the middle of a tug of war between the problem and your desire. And in order to end that tug of war, you must heal both sides. It is not enough to break the attachment you have to the problem. You also have to stop pushing away the thing you want to have instead of the problem. Because if you don't do that, your desire is always going to feel like it's just out of reach and you won't be able to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And if you get stuck inside that gap, you can actually make a bad situation a lot worse because you won't be able to make yourself stop wanting what you want. But because you're going to keep unconsciously pushing it away from you, you're not going to be able to get it either. And then eventually your self-belief, that's the fuel that moves you forward on your journey through life. It's going to start running low. And when that happens, you're going to try and unconsciously make sense of it and get meaning from that experience. 
that's when we have a tendency to adopt limiting beliefs about whether it's possible for anyone to get what you want, or whether it's possible for you personally to get what you want, or whether you deserve to have what you want. So how do we fix this conflict? between the pain of our problems and the pleasure of our desire. Well, the first step is to neutralize the general concepts of desire and pleasure. And there are a couple reasons why. First, if it's not 100% okay for you to be the kind of woman who has big desires, then it's not going to be 100% okay for you to be the kind of woman who has the specific desire you want. You'll always push it away just because there's something about that you don't want about being the kind of woman who has a lot of desire. And you don't really want your desire. What you're really after is the pleasure that having your desire is going to bring you. Pleasure is what happens when you become one with the thing that you want most. And every one of your desires is designed to give you a specific kind of pleasure. So if you're not 100% okay with being the kind of woman who's capable of experiencing unlimited amounts of pleasure 100% of the time then you're going to unconsciously push your specific desire away from you because there's something that you don't want about the specific kind of pleasure that it's designed to bring you. Now, pleasure's gotten a bad rap for a long time. (laughs) And the vast majority of women have been conditioned to have certain beliefs about what's okay and what's not okay in the area of pleasure, especially if you grew up in like a church or a conservative family like I did. So let me just help you change the way you think about it real quick. Okay. There are levels to the concept of pleasure. The lowest level is physical pleasure. It is external, which makes it the easiest for you to notice. And that's good because we need pleasure in our lives. And we need always to have an easy way to access it because life sucks without it right? But it's not the be all end all. The physical pleasure exists for the purpose of bringing your attention to the emotional pleasure that lives at the level above your physical reality. That emotional pleasure is a much more powerful experience that can happen outside of your conscious awareness if you're not really paying attention. And your emotional pleasure exists for the purpose of bringing your attention to the spiritual pleasure that lives above your emotional reality. It's the highest force in your life. And the end result of that spiritual pleasure is freedom. This this is where true soul level satisfaction lives. And if you're not committed to doing the daily work of healing your problematic patterns as they arise in your life, then your energy is going to be very scattered and unfocused. And you're going to have a very difficult time moving your awareness above your physical reality. In other words, you're going to be more likely to be motivated solely by pleasures of the flesh. That's the kind of stuff that gives pleasure a bad rap, sex, drugs, which includes anything you're addicted to, like shopping and food, even problematic people, I think, fall in that category. So the truth is there is no bad kind of pleasure. And if it's not bad in any way, then there's no reason why we should limit it. Now, it's absolutely possible to be a spiritually asleep person who just walks through life on autopilot, not paying attention to anything that really matters. And that kind of person would be focused solely on physical pleasure. And they'd probably want to hoard vast amounts of money and resources. And then, you know, I don't know, use them to make dildo shaped rockets so they can play space cowboy for two and a half minutes. But the fact that you're listening to this right now is proof that that's not who you are. So you don't have to worry about what might happen for you or anybody else if you were to experience unlimited amounts of pleasure because you are a spiritually awake woman. So in addition to neutralizing the general concepts of pleasure, desire, safety, and freedom, 
You also need to neutralize the specific kinds of pleasure, safety, and freedom that your specific desire is designed to bring you. And the way we do that is by using the quantum healing process. And if you want more information on that, um, on the quantum healing process, what it is, how it works, you can go back to listen to episode nine of this season. So the first step is to use the quantum healing process to neutralize the big concepts of desire and pleasure. Then you can neutralize the specific pleasure threshold that's associated with your specific desire so you can finally get it and hold on to it over the long term. This is such a big deal that an entire phase of Warrior Woman University is dedicated to expanding your capacity to experience desire and pleasure so you can break through the big pleasure thresholds that have been operating in your life and stop pushing your desires away from you. And the healing exercises that we do in that phase are so cool because they give you a completely new perspective on what's really been keeping you from receiving your desire. And then from that higher perspective, we do some really powerful quantum healing work to break that pattern and then help you become energetically reunited with your desire. That is for sure one of my favorite parts of Warrior Woman University because it's so effective and it's just something that like nobody seems to know about. Now, what's the big picture end result of neutralizing your relationship to desire and pleasure? Well, Obviously, you get to manifest bigger things because it's now it's okay for you to have bigger desires. And you're going to put yourself in a situation where you're no longer being shoved forward on your path through life by the pain of your problems. And instead, you're going to be able to be gently guided forward through life by pleasure, not just physical pleasure, but emotional pleasure, those yummy feelings and spiritual pleasure, which is true love, oneness and fulfillment. And you're also going to stop having so many big, high and low emotional swings because once you neutralize the concepts of desire and pleasure, it's going to automatically raise the pleasure threshold that you have for life as a whole, which means you're not going to run into it as often and you won't have to experience that knee jerk negative emotion to bring you away from it, right? So that means life is going to feel a lot more peaceful and you'll feel like you have a lot more control. Yes, you are still going to have ups and downs, but they're going to be a lot less manic and depressive because when you commit to consistently doing this work, you're going to put yourself on a steady upward trajectory and life is always just going to feel like it's getting better and better. And those highs and lows are going to feel a lot more like manageable waves and not some out of control roller coaster. So in this episode, I showed you that all problematic patterns exist inside the polarity of a problem and a desire, and you must neutralize both sides of that polarity in order to ascend into the next level of life and receive your heart's desires and hold on to them over the long term. So in this episode, I showed you that all problematic patterns exist inside the polarity of a problem and a desire, and you must neutralize both sides of that polarity in order to ascend in the next level of life and receive your heart's desires and hold on to them over the long term. And in the next episode, I'm going to show you why you will not be able to manifest your desires by doing healing work alone. As powerful and as necessary as it is, it is not enough by itself. So I'm going to show you what else you need to do and how you can make doing the work of getting from where you are to where you want to be as easy and pleasurable as possible and how you can actually receive more energy than you put out during that process. When you're ready, I'll meet you there. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com and get started on your way to healing the unconscious source of your problematic patterns so you can finally become free and create a life you truly love. And if you'd like to join this movement of women who are reclaiming their spiritual power and healing the world by healing themselves, you can help us grow by following the show and leaving a review and letting me know how the Become Your Own Savior podcast has impacted you. Until next time, I'm Genevieve Joy.